Hi, I'm Tina Spangler with TLC Barrels and welcome to my podcast. Today I want to talk about riding with heart and what that means. Uh, 29 years ago when I started my program, I wanted the horse to always come first. I saw a lot of things in the industry I didn't like and it made my mind wander to the horsemanship side of things. How to build a relationship with a horse built on trust and respect and communication of cues all coming from a place of love not a place of they're a commodity to do a job to get me competitively to a certain level that was the stuff I didn't like now did I know how to get there no not exactly it was definitely a process and over the last 29 years I can tell you the best way to grow your horsemanship is practice. Work at it every day a little bit. Get on every horse you can. Learn as much as you can anywhere and everywhere you can. You don't have to take everything that you hear. You just need to have an open mind and then if it works for you, keep it. If it doesn't, let it go. It might be a seed that's planted and could be helpful at a future date with a different horse. But if it doesn't resonate with your soul, and your heart Um, and for me riding with heart is always to put the horse in front of the competition to always give a hundred percent inside and outside of the arena and to always develop a horse that does have heart and try and wants to be with me and wants to work with me I want to be open to listening to that horse and developing horsemanship is a forever thing it's not something you're gonna master in one year or two years you know i am uh, been doing horses my entire life um, since i was in diapers my parents threw me on horses had my first pony at eight years old that i did game shows with but professionally starting in 1992 so um, I would say that it's going to be a life, lifelong education and that you should always be evolving and listening to your heart and your gut and doing things that feel right to you with your horse. Um, those are the kind of people that I like to work with. Um, I, I like to be competitive. I like to win. I want my riders in the group to get to their personal best and maximum potential, but with, of course, principles and theories and ethics where their horses coming in front of all of the other things of the competition and the sport so that's just how I look at things not saying that there's anything wrong with um, finding your horse a good home and moving on to your next step or next level or one that maybe fits you better anything like that just doing it in a way that the horse comes first so With that said, in my group this last week, we talked about over the next month, I'm going to get back to basics, work out of my training notebook, and focus. Um, Last week's live, we talked a lot about the foundation of a horse and things that I want on the ground in the saddle before I ever go to um, teaching them the barrel pattern. And then this week, I'm going to talk about how I pattern a horse and how I add speed and Um, season them and all of that but there's one other element and it was an an element that I had my group do um, last last year Um, I give mental and skill 
um, challenges every week. And one of them was just to sit and spend time with your horse with no agenda, not going out there to ride them or take them to a show or accomplish getting, you know, shoulder control, hip control, anything like that, just to grab a chair, go hang out in their stall or their pasture, and maybe bring your journal out there and just be present with your horse and mindful of the, of your horse and listening to your horse. Um, see how they interact with you, how they, uh, spend their day and just be present with them. Um, because horsemanship is a lot of complex stuff. In the very beginning, I teach riders the basic cues and the basic horsemanship on the ground and in the saddle of giving to pressure and releasing and setting them up for yes answers and all of that. But to truly listen to a horse and know when you're dealing with um, establishing trust versus establishing respect they're hugely vastly different and can be done in in many different ways and that's why i think lessons and clinics and videos all of that helps because um it's something that you really have to learn what is uh being open to listening to your horse have an opinion but what is also setting boundaries of what's okay and not okay just like training um with you know disciplining with children you know having boundaries but also coming to them with from a place of love and care and nourishment and wanting them to grow and develop into good human beings um you know, it's the same with our horses. We want the same for them. We want them to go out there and have a long, hopefully 30 plus years on this planet um, with a great relationship with humans rather than a sad one. So I think it's our job to establish that relationship with a horse that comes to them where they can feel listened to and well-adjusted and happy and you know, and still have a job that they do and still um, have a solid foundation and, and have a discipline that they um, excel in, whether, you know, that's barrel racing or raining or cutting or dressage or trail riding or obstacles or whatever it is that you want to do, pole bending. Um, I do believe it all begins, though, with the initial um, interaction, the relationship built, the foundation um, the communication of cues and, you know, but first and foremost, you've got to develop trust and respect. And if you don't know how, I would highly seek that's where you start first because you can spend years going through the motions and not understanding why or, um, you know, how to get there. And, and it will help you with everything else if you have that solid foundation, if you have that relationship and connection with your horse. Um, it makes everything else performance um, consistent and confident and continually improving. So I just kind of wanted to share uh, my thoughts on that. And, um, and like I said, um, it's something that's very near and dear to my heart. And that's what um, riding with heart means to me and how my program was started back in the early 90s in Colorado and I just think that every day that we get, get up we need to come to our day with a thankful and grateful and um, blessed feeling that we get to live a life that we love and um, I feel like where we focus our energy is what's going to manifest in our life so if we come to it with saying out loud what it is that we want from our life to be happy and healthy and to be successful in you know girl racing and, and such whatever it is um, you know that you want in your life I think it's important to focus those energies there 
For me, you know, I like a simple, peaceful life. I love coaching. Um, I love growing my coaching and clinic business. Um, and that's where all of my focus is right now because that's how I pay the bills, number one. But number two, it's amazing to wake up every day and love what you do for a living. Um, and and I think it's, for me, I, I, I did the barrel racing, I did the competing, and I really loved it and enjoyed it. And I felt successful with my girls when they were young and healthy. And we've all aged and they're enjoying retirement now. And um, I think I've grown to that next level where I want to help others and um, share what I've learned over the years. And I think that's what ignites me and fires me up too. Um, I still love riding and still hope to compete again soon. Um, and I'm enjoying training Rocky and finishing him right now and getting Briscoe leg back up from her injury last um, year and my injury last year. So I think that that's, um, it's, it's a, it's something I want to do for fun for me, but my passion right now is truly, uh, touching lives of other people and horses and, and helping them become their personal best and having that relationship and connection with their horses and, um, and just sharing ideas that maybe are thought provoking to inspire or, um, give you, uh, you know, uh, the positive attitude to go out there and work at it a little bit each day because truly practice and time spent with your horse is the way that you get better. Um, you know, you can sit at work all day or sit on the couch all day or go hang out with your friends or boating or whatever. You can do all of that, but it's not going to get you any closer to those goals that you have with your horse. So I'm not saying you have to spend hours at it a day. Your horse probably wouldn't enjoy it anyways, but just spend a few minutes every day um, working towards that relationship and that um, horsemanship and chasing your goals and dreams. So um, dedication and practice is the way that you will see that come true. And like I said, the coaching is something that gives you an extra way of not um, having to learn it the hard way on your own. Also to have an extra set of eyes to point out little things that can help you get to that next level without um, so much pain and suffering <laughs> on your own with your horses. So anyways, um, thank you for tuning in to my podcast and I hope I said something that maybe touched your heart today and you go out there and spend a little time with your horse and just appreciate interacting with them with no agenda. So thanks for tuning in and as always, ride with heart.